Welcome to the C3 Church Watson podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. We are in week two of our Be Cause series, which is all about living life on purpose. It's the only way to live, life on purpose. We're talking about God's individual purpose for each one of us and his purpose for us corporately as a church. Now, last week, I let you all know that we have re... We've just, after 20 or so years, have re... Whatever, purpose, re something, our vision, something. And it's changed. So, well, it's the same. It just sounds different. Connect to Jesus, grow as a disciple, serve his purpose. So connect, grow, serve. And last week, we looked at the first step of this, which is connect to Jesus. And every church's mission is pretty much the same, and it's this, to connect people to Jesus. That's why we are here, to be a light in this community, to show Jesus' love in this community, to see people come to Christ. Last year... Um, we had this situation that happens quite regularly in the world. Boy meets girl. True? Boy meets girl. Boy knows Jesus, girl doesn't. But boy likes girl. (laughs) So boy talks to the girl about Jesus. She's not really interested. Mother of the boy invites girl to one of our groups the Filipino feast group. (laughs) Now, what's not to love about the Filipino feast group, hey? Girl says, okay, I'll go. So she goes to the Filipino feast group. She didn't want to go because she wasn't interested in God and Christians, well, firstly, they're weird and secondly, they're not nice. And she went and to her surprise, she met all these people that weren't weird and that were really nice. Hey, good job, everybody. Well done. (laughs) Filipino group down there just going, yes, yes. (laughs) And I didn't put my timer on. Guys, so sorry. (gasps) I could go for hours. (laughs) Who's up for it? Um, I'm not up for it, so it's okay. (laughs) Anyway, that just seriously, Paul and I went to a wedding in January of this boy and girl who got married who, and they're both following Jesus and they both love Jesus and they both committed their hearts to Jesus. Yes. <laughs> connect. Connect to Jesus. It's the first thing. Today, we're talking about the next step, which is grow as a disciple. And you know, if you want to know what our goal is after we've connected people to Jesus, is for us to grow as a disciple. For every person, for, for me, I want to grow as a disciple of Christ. That is my goal for myself. I want to be continually growing. I want to be more Christ-like. I need to be more Christ-like. My husband's not in the room, but he'd say, amen. amen. <laughs> On this side of heaven, we never arrive, but we are moving and we are changing because we're allowing God access to the inner workings of our life. We are co-laboring with him. 
See, it's not all up to God, and it's not all up to us. We work together. I allow the Holy Spirit into my life to say, okay, Mel, that, that wasn't cool. That wasn't right. I allow him, and I go, okay, yep, you're right. I allow him into my life to do the work of changing me, but I'm still involved. I have to choose my mindset. I have to choose to act in certain ways. I have to choose to believe his word. I have to choose to go to his word and to pray. So we do, you know, we do it together. Us and God, working together. And sometimes I get disappointed in me. I don't know if any of you ever have that situation in your life, but during the week, something happened, and I got disappointed with my reaction. I thought, seriously? Still? You're still reacting in that way? I know none of you ever do that. (laughs) No, you're all perfect. But then I thought... Maybe it was the Holy Spirit. Then I thought, well, I'm not there yet, but I'm not back where I was. And that's all of us, right? Paul said, I stretch, you know, I'm not there yet, but I keep stretching forward. Keep stretching forward and allowing God access to my life. We want to grow numerically at this church. We do, because we know that people in our city, not everyone in our city knows Jesus. So we want people to know Jesus. So we want to grow. But we also want to grow internally and become more Christ-like. We want to grow as disciples of Jesus. So today I want to look at just a couple of ways that we do that. And we're looking at the early church, Acts 2. And it says this, Those who believed what Peter said were baptised and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. That's a pretty good sermon. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. Now there are... Several things that the early church did. They devoted themselves to several things. And and each one of them can help us to grow as disciples of Jesus. And actually, each one of them are corporate. Each one of these activities, they did together. The first thing is the apostles' teaching. We grow as disciples of Jesus, devoting ourselves to the apostles' teaching. What is the apostles' teaching? Well, it'd be reasonable to assume that was what we hear Peter talking about in his sermon in Acts 2. It was the gospel. It was being a light. It was was showing Jesus' love and being a light in this community, which is what we talked about last week. Okay. We want to be devoted to that, of course. The second thing is fellowship and sharing meals. Who likes that idea? Yes. Yes. We grow as disciples of Jesus by fellowshipping with each other. Later in that passage of Scripture, it gets a little more specific, and it says that they did those things in homes. In other words, they met together in smaller groups to have fellowship and to share food, and to do all those fun things. There is power in sharing food with others. I think you found that. Anyone found that? I have found that. It's a great way 
to get to know people, to relax, to laugh, to support, to encourage. If you come to the church offices at 12.30 on a Tuesday, you can share in fellowship with the staff. Because a few years ago, I said, we're going to have lunch together every Tuesday. And so we sit around for half an hour and we tell stories and we joke and we have fun. So you're all invited. Can't fit you all in, but that's okay. We can all meet in the foyer, but you've got to bring your own lunch. Because we don't have the Filipino group on our staff. The act of sharing food with others plays a significant role in the Gospels. Jesus meets with many people over food. Some say he ate his way through the Gospels. (laughs) And he entered people's lives, and while he ate with them, miracles happened. He taught them. He healed them. I think of Zacchaeus. He says, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house for dinner. Whoa! And his whole life changed by sitting with Jesus. Mary, Martha and Lazarus, that, those, but the sisters and brother, they were in his, uh, Jesus was in his house a lot, their house a lot. Fellowship, food and community is so important and it's outworked in groups here at church. The community, the community of our church is predominantly outworked in the groups of our church. It's where relationships are developed. In our church, it's where care happens. In our church, it's where you get to know people that you might never get to know in this type of meeting. It's where you get to encourage people and to pray for them and to be encouraged and to be prayed for. And we all need to be encouraged and we all need to be prayed for. It's where you get to celebrate others and so say, that is so good that that happened for you. It's where you get opportunities to grow. And to learn, to learn about the Bible, to rub each other up the wrong way. Oh, who loves that? (laughs) They just talk too much, you know. Rub each other up the wrong way. Iron sharpens iron. Fellowship is powerful for the body. It's powerful for the soul. And being a part of a community can have, just just by being a part of a community... It has positive effects on our mental health and our emotional well-being. And so I'm going to invite Herman. This is Herman. Why don't you welcome Herman? He's going to come up and talk to us about his group experience. Thank you, Herman. Thanks, Mel. Let me just tell you guys, there's one surefire way you don't hear a word what's going up here, and that's being asked to speak a few, <laughs> a few things during the service. So, by, by the way, great service on how to get into heaven, Mel. <laughs> um, my name is Herman. My actual name is Harman, but, you know, my coffee name is Harry because I found out that um, Australians struggle with the word Harman. Uh, me and my family moved from Cape Town, South Africa, to Canberra about 12 years ago. Um, we've lived here ever since. I've got two kids. Um, my son lives in Vietnam with his family and my two granddaughters. And my daughter lives here in Gungalan. So it's a bit about us. Um, I go to the Get Your Coffee Fix on the Way to Work group <laughs> on a Wednesday morning, the men's group and another group. But I'm here to talk a bit about the men's group. Um, we come from a diverse walk of life, so we come from the 
public service, the public service, the public service, and um, the retired public service. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, you know, it's a bunch of energetic, out-of-the-box thinkers, you know, <laughs> enthusiastic about life, you know, all these kind of things. Um, so, we can solve the world's problems in a matter of minutes. Um, we know how to organize other people's business. And then, by the way, we also talk about the Word of God. Why do I go to this group? Well, a couple of things. Being South African, my family in South Africa, my friends in South Africa is going through a pretty hard time because of the things happening there. I've got grandkids, I've got young adults, it's kids. So, and then I've got camp working in Canberra as well. So these things tend to keep you on your knees and you need a lot of help and support. That's correct. And the guys that I go with to this group, they are there for us. We share in our struggles, we share in our victories. You should come to this group. Why? Because when men pray, powerful things happen. We've seen that in South Africa during the transition when not a single shot was fired, when civil war was predicted to take place. We've seen a change of heart in a whole nation. We've seen change of in, in churches. So men, come to this group. And I'll leave you with one word. Uh, it's a Zulu phrase, Hamagashle. Go well, walk in peace. Jesus discipled his disciples in a group. So you might have picked up by now that we love groups at C3 Watson. And we encourage you to get involved in a group. Don't just take Herman's word for it or my word for it. Take Sarah's word for it because she's going to come up now and tell us the reason that she is part of a group. So please give Sarah a big hand as well. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you. Well, I've got mine on a piece of paper because my memory is not as amazing. You can use that if you like. <laughs> um, but basically, I've been coming to C3 for almost two years now. I was fresh out of school and halfway through my first year of uni where I made the decision to leave my previous church and come here. At the time, I was struggling with the transition into the real world, as some would say. Um, the start of my career, my independence, and an overwhelming amount of decisions and choices that had to be made. I was also in a period of my life where I found church really hard, um, to the point where I built up a lot of resentment towards it. I dreaded the long sermons. Um, I had questions. <laughs> <laughs> Falling asleep during sermons. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of questions that weren't being answered. I didn't believe the stuff that I was telling my group of youth girls at the time either. Something was missing, but I really didn't know what it was and where to begin to look for it. Um, it got to the point where I had two choices. Either I call it quits or I step right out of my comfort zone, take hold of my faith and try to search for what was missing. During that time of denial, God put some pretty awesome people in my life. He encouraged me to take that leap of faith. I came to the 9am service um, with my family and straight away was welcomed in with open arms. Um, I spent the time of worship in tears and left with an overwhelming sense of hope that I'd been longing for for so long. The following night, I actually joined the young adults group here and haven't looked back since. Um, seeing so many young adults on fire for God was the biggest refreshment for me. It stirred something in me that longed for a deeper and most importantly personal relationship with the God who created me. 
Um, he had been fighting me, for me the whole time. While I was in denial, he put people in my life that showed me so clearly and beautifully what I was missing, and he restored my faith and gave me a new confidence in him. That group became my family. They became my support network, um, and I even got to meet my fiancé there, which was a big bonus. <laughs> um, but as Christians, we weren't made to be of the world, but instead to be set apart from it, to stand out and resemble God's character. And as a young adult, that alone is so confronting and challenging in today's society. For me, though, being surrounded and doing life with like-minded people who face the same struggles that I do each and every day make those battles feel way less daunting. So unpacking God's work together, praying and challenging each other in our walks with God has been and still is the biggest blessing for me. So. Thank you, Sam. So beautiful. Well, there you go. We have just amazing people, don't we, in our church? Such amazing people. I think we need to thank John Jenkins who oversees all of our groups and does a sterling job. We are part of a community. We would love you to share in this community. Don't be a stranger. It's not just a coming to church. It's being part of the community. We stay hot. You know, coals who are separated lose their heat, don't they? But as they're joined together, they stay hot. So let's get into the community of this church. Okay, so that's the uh, community stuff. Now I'm going to talk about prayer, which is the last thing that that scripture talked about. We grow as disciples of Jesus by being devoted to prayer. The early church did not just have a personal prayer life. They had a corporate prayer life as well. And I thank God for my personal prayer life. I would be totally lost without it. But that's not all there is to prayer. Prayer is not just about praying by myself. Corporate prayer is important. And I can tell you one thing that I do know, and that is that the call of prayer is coming in a fresh new and significant way to C3 Watson this year. It's what God is leading us into so that we can carry out his purpose for us in this city. And it's not heavy and it's not exhausting. It's exciting and exhilarating because I can feel some of you going, oh, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's exciting it's exhilarating. It's fresh. We will see the power and fire of God moving through this place. I know it. Last week I talked about unblocking wells. I talked about what God spoke to me about when I was away um, on my prayer retreat a few weeks ago. We are unblocking wells. There is a river coming through this church into this community and it is significant and it is going to be amazing. So you are invited to be part of the corporate prayer life of our church. We would love you to be involved. We would love you to be involved so much that this week you are going to receive a prayer survey in your inbox. Yay, who loves surveys? Not me. But please fill out the survey. We would love you to fill out the survey. Just talk to us. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts. 
The early church had a corporate prayer life. And it's so important. It's vital to bring in God's presence to earth. As we pray together, his purposes are accelerated. Also, we pray over prayer requests at our, our um, prayer meetings. We have prayer meetings corporately on a Tuesday at night. And we pray over your prayer requests. And can I ask you, please put in some more? We didn't even have enough on Tuesday night. Enough prayer requests to pray over. Does anyone have prayer requests in the room? We would love you to put some more in. Please. Praying together was a priority for the apostles. The apostles learnt what to do from Jesus. They walked with him. They lived with him. And he talked about prayer in 37 verses in the gospel. And 33 of those verses, he was talking about praying with others. Not just personal. He was talking about praying with other people. We have someone, we believe in prayer. We have someone praying out there during every one of our services. We believe in the power of prayer in this church. We've got all sorts of great new things that we're thinking about in the realm of prayer. So stay stay tuned. Grow as a disciple. Get into the community of our church and pray. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your purpose over each person in this room today. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would touch every heart pray that you would lift every weary head. I pray that you would encourage every discouraged person. I thank you for your grace that we all need. Maybe you're here with us today and you've not made a decision to follow Jesus. And if, if that's you, then I want to give you an opportunity to change that today. Or maybe you know that you need to reconnect with Jesus. You've walked away from him. If that's you, then I invite you to pray this prayer. Make it your own. We're going to pray out loud together. And I invite you to join us. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for dying for my sin. Forgive me for my sin. I ask you to come into my life. I choose to live for you. Help me to follow you all my days. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au.